Hello, you're listening to Home Talk with Greg McKim. Today is Tuesday, January 15th, 2019. If you're listening on a different date, then this show is being rebroadcast. Hi, I'm your host, Greg McKim. On this show, we talk about just about anything that has to do with homes, everything from reverse mortgages to unclogging a drain. (laughs) I've worked in real estate and related industries since, oh, the late 70s, everything from sawing a board to owning a mortgage company. I'm a licensed real estate broker and a loan originator, MLO 106202, with Loanzilla, NMLS 67412. Of course, I don't claim to know everything. I do have a very big brain. In fact, sometimes I have to wear a neck brace because my head gets so heavy. No, I guess not. I have kind of a small brain, but I fill it and stack it, stuff it full of stuff. And when I don't know what I'm talking about, I find other experts to help me. So today, one of those experts is my longtime associate, Sean Rimkus. Sean, how long have we known each other? It's got to be on where we're 15 to 18 years. Yeah. I think you were, you were a customer of mine back in the wholesale days in 99, 2001. That sounds least. about right. Yeah, maybe 2003. Mm-hmm. So Sean Rimkus is also a licensed loan originator, MLO 896144, <laughs> with Fairway Mortgage, a competitor of mine. And MLS two two eight nine, and um, do, were you a wholesale rep? I was a wholesale rep, uh, and as well as a correspondent rep for a long time. Okay, yeah. So for you listeners that don't know what we're talking about, I owned a mortgage company, and he called on me. Were you with Wells for a while? Wells uh, Fargo. When we first met, I was with Wells. Okay, Wells Fargo. And well, uh, Wells Fargo back then had a wholesale division. I don't know if they do anymore, and they use people like McKim Mortgage, my former company, and others to market their products. So why do I have Sean here today? Well, Sean is an expert in reverse mortgages. Now, I know a little bit about them, and Loanzilla is approved to do them, but I don't know, in my opinion, enough to really advise somebody. I'm learning, and I plan to become an expert, but I'm not one yet. And as you might know from having listened to this show before, my job is to help consumers, and if I don't know what I'm talking about, I'll find someone who does. I don't care for competitors. There's plenty of business out there. So, Today, Sean is going. I'm going to give you a little bit of bio on Sean. He's been in the business since August of '92, so I beat him by about eight months. Oh, <laughs> not many of those people left. I know. Out there. And um, worked in retail for various companies through 2001, and then was with wholesale company or banks, Wells Fargo, Countrywide, a few others. That's how I met him. It was with Guild Mortgage for quite a while, um, earned some awards and prestigious designations there. And since 2017 has been with Fairway Mortgage. Yeah. Can you take me a minute and just talk about why you went to Fairway? What do you like about them? You know, Fairway, um, they're new to this area. You may not, a lot of people may not have come across Fairway. I know a couple of people there who are happy it, there. It's yeah. a massively successful company. It's really growing. And the, the part that I like, it's Fairway independent. So each of our branches get kind of run independently of mm-hmm. each other. The corporation has a wonderful support system. Um, really, they staff the entire organization with tens, meaning these people are customer service driven all the way, but they get your, they get you to uh, run your branch the way you want. And so I get to create my own culture. I get to get to do things my own, my own way. So you run a branch. Yeah. How many people there? I got 13. 13. Yeah, from yeah. down from 54 guild down to 13 and, and okay. no upper management. It's just me. Yeah. And, and where's my fairway team. based? Uh, there's two of them. There's one in uh, Madison, Wisconsin, and then also in, in, uh, Gaylord, Texas, I believe it is. So, but the same company. Same company, yeah. But we have two separate head, uh, two headquarters, kind of like Amazon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. HQ two. Yeah, HQ two. <laughs> okay. 
Well, I have a lot of admiration yep. for you, and what I know of Fairway, I also admire. And anybody that's calling in a little bit later, I, will, I mean, anybody that's listening, I will make sure you have Sean's contact information as well as mine. Um, if you decide you want to work on a reverse mortgage, feel free to call either Sean or me. And if you call me, I will probably call Sean for help, and I'm sure he'll give it to me. That's just the nature of how we just work together. send the phone number to me, yeah. and I'll yeah. take it from there. You'll take it from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about today some topics, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to jump right into it. So in your opinion, Sean, what do you think? I know this is a big question, a lot of answers to it. Top three or four main benefits of someone obtaining a reverse. You know, it's it's going to come down to each individual. Um, yeah. Every time I talk with somebody, there's something there that that uh, we're feeling a need for, right? It's it's a, they can't afford their payment anymore. They want to get rid of their payment. Maybe they want to travel more and they want to uh, free up some money to be able to go out and travel. And a lot of people are really planning for their future and they want to start living more now with their kids versus just kind of waiting in their house and making mortgage payments and, and right. you know until they get too old to enjoy their kids. So a lot of we had one gentleman who uh, took out a reverse mortgage, and his goal was, I'm going to go on a family vacation. I'm going to pay for my family vacation every single year uh, to spend the rest of my years with my family. And I thought that was a really cool option. So, so would this be a fair um, portrayal of how a reverse might work? You're retired. You have a lot of equity in your home. The only way you're going to access it is to get a loan. You don't want a payment. Right. Uh, yeah. Or sell the house. You don't want to move. Yeah. Well, so, there's only two, two ways to get equity, either through a reverse mortgage or real estate. Yes. Right? You, you either, well, right. you either you either get a reverse mortgage, get a loan, mm-hmm. and make payments. You, you make might not payments. even qualify for because you might not have the income to qualify. Yeah. There's lots. Or of you sell problems. the house. Yeah. So the reverse really is a good fit for that scenario. I guess the only people that really lose out are the heirs to the estate if if the if the reverse equity disappears. Well, um, in, in some sense. In some sense, but what you'll find is is most people are living a lot older, right? And their kids now are a lot older when they retire and when they pass on. So in many cases where before you would say, hey, I want to leave the house to my heirs, people used to pass a lot earlier and they would leave a house. Less than one half of 1% of the kids actually move into the house. Well, you like you have statistics. One right? half right. of 1%. Right. I mean, yeah. Fingertips, don't you? But in that really, one half of 1%. One half of 1% actually take the house back and move into it. So what you're really doing is you're saying, hey, I'm going to leave this house for my kids and then I'm going to leave them with the ability to have to sell it. Um, and then be able to, to cash it in. Okay. And, and, but, I mean, really, the only only people that really are harmed by this, if you look at it, are the people that would have potentially re- acquired or Do you inherited. want me to give you more statistics? Oh, yeah, throw a no. more at me. <laughs> well, what happens is, is in, a, in what most people think is, hey, nothing's going to go wrong. We're, we're just going to live our days out, and when we pass, we're going to give the kids our, all the equity in our house. Yeah. Well, that's not really so much the reality anymore because we have long-term care problems. We have uh, aging in place problems. We have people who... Uh, rely on their kids when they're not selling uh, the house early. Oh, fixing my mic there. Thanks. Oh, that's better. Yeah. Um, you've got. You know, I'll give you my instance. You know, my mom and dad did not take out a reverse mortgage, and right. at the time when my mom and dad were retirement and needed some more help, we didn't really know much about reverse mortgages. Well, all the things that my mom could have done with a reverse mortgage, guess who filled in the gap with his own checkbook or um, you know. Us and the kids, me and the kids, we would right. go in and help out mom, and we were spending a lot of mom, a lot of money, of course, to kind of support mom, of course. Absolutely. But with a reverse mortgage, had my mom known, she would have loved to have relieved that burden from us. Yes, yes, and and it, if you flip it around, so eventually you get paid back from the equity at home, but why not just have the parent use it and feel like they're not a burden, as exactly. you mentioned, yeah, and have give them feel more feeling of independence, which people want all their lives. All their lives. Nobody, Nobody wants, wants their kids to have to, no, no. you know, watch sense. over them and, and spend yeah. their own and money. And it could be an honor. It could be onerous on the child. I mean, if mm-hmm. a child, if a parent's ailing, 
and a child wants to help them, they might do some things that don't aren't really good for them financially because of love. Yeah. And that's how we yeah. work. You know, we'll dip into something we really didn't want to, but we have to because right. it's, it's our parent. Okay. So what do you think are some negatives? Are there any really – there's got to be something that's negative. Oh, so, um, yeah, the, the negative part really comes from is is if you're going to get into a reverse mortgage and you're going to go go it alone, like you're going to go reach and meet a mortgage professional and just get a reverse mortgage and not have any other advice from – a financial planner or, or CFP, um, I, I just don't think that's the right way to go because there are ways to use the reverse mortgage um, tactfully and tactically, I should say, um, okay. as far as paying taxes and things like that. So you really want to be armed with uh, an expert in that field. So, but 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 by themselves, without not without getting into yeah. a person misusing it or not knowing how to do it properly, is there anything that yeah you no if they're gonna, about if they're going to move in the next uh, three to five years, the fees aren't going to cover. It. Right. So if you're if you're okay, planning, so there, there's yeah. an example right oh, yeah, there. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So if you're going to plan on moving in three or five years, if you're uh, not good with your money, and this is one of the problems that ah. happened with reverse mortgages before that we what we had was a lump sum, where you'd do a reverse mortgage, you'd pay off your existing mortgage, and then you'd get let's say fifty thousand dollars in cash in one day, well. or six, and then they would use that up real quick, and then be out of money to where the people couldn't pay their taxes. Remember those days when you could get a hundred percent, hundred twenty five percent loans? I had yeah. revolving clients. Give me more. Give me more. Uh, it's like, well, we just got one of these for you three years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I remember those. Um, yeah. and, then, and also, one last thing I would say: if they're yeah. not, if they're not um, cognitively there, if they, if they're having problems, okay, being able to manage their finances and the basic things that would ne- normally like a long-term care professional would say, hey, they can't get themselves bath, or they can't brush their teeth, or they can't get out to the supermarket, or things like that, where they're just not fully capable of living on their own. It might be better to sell and get. It might be better to, to maybe talk to a long-term care provider yeah. or talk okay. to somebody else. But yeah, if, I mean, if, all these situations are unique because there's nothing that's perfect. I mean, no, no product, no. no loan product, nothing in the world is perfect right. for everybody. Right. But overall, there's very few negatives. Although there's a, a connotation, there's been a connotation for a long time oh, yeah. that there's a lot of negativity yeah. on reverse mortgages. Lots of things have changed with the program, without a doubt. They're, well, okay. So talk a little bit about the history of them and and some of the recent enhancement changes. Sure. So, um, well, it's been around since, uh, I think Ronald Reagan passed it in 1984. Okay, kind of, that's kind about of, what I remember, yeah. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it, it was really designed for, uh, it wasn't designed for the loan of last resort. It was really designed for a financial tool to help um, people age in place, retire in their home, mm-hmm. and not really have to tap um, Medicaid and Medicare and those kinds of things, right? right. How can we leave, leave people in their house? Right. Unfortunately, what ended happening out of that is, um, a lot of people only went to it when they absolutely had it. They didn't have enough money to pay their taxes. They weren't didn't have enough money to maybe eat, uh, and they went to a, a reverse mortgage because they had a lot of equity. and And those are the loans, and we call them the loans of last resort. Well, we obviously still do the loans of last resort because we want to help as many people as we can. But the program's been changed to not give it to necessarily people who have to have it because those sometimes result in foreclosures, and then that becomes very negative press. It's now people who want it. Right, so if you if you need it or you want it to, and you want to use it strategically to help your retirement, you can get this, and it's a great program. But if it's just something that you want, um, it, you, mean we, if, you have okay. to qualify for it now, or you didn't before. Oh, okay. So hang on right. a second. Yeah. So qualify for it. Mm-hmm. Credit scores. Yep. Okay. What is, what's a mi- is there a minimum, or is it based on just like other? It's just loans? they're, they're going to look at your credit score, and they're going to make sure that you've been responsible. There's not okay. a set credit score. So they're it's like to- any other loan where it's mm-hmm. a combination of how much equity, how much other assets you have. So yeah. But what's the lowest credit score? That is there is there a drop? You know, is there a bottom bottom you know, credit score? What, what are some credit scores you've seen? So. Um, 
you know, actually, all my clients have been really good with credit scores. Okay, I mean, so you so have, if, if it's, but you but, know of credit scores. What what well, is the lowest one you know of somebody? Well, if it gets down into the five hundreds, typically, but but they they don't look at just the revolving debt. They look at what you've been done, doing with your taxes and your mortgage payment. Okay, so here and that's something to to keep in mind. If you've been having a hard time making a lot of the consumer payments and we're paying those off, and you haven't and you haven't ran them up, you just had a hard time maintaining it. Mm-hmm. That's viewed a little differently than hey, you went out and got a bunch of credit cards and ran them up and you weren't paying them. Um, right. So, and so they, it's a case by case basis, it's just a, like any other loan. Yeah, it's just like there's not a set. But, set. You, but you can go down into the six low sixes. Oh yeah, and, and, it's and an FHA it loan. It's, it's okay. basically they got the got same it. FHA All guidelines, right. right? As far as credit goes, but they look at it a little differently. They want to make sure that you can pay your taxes because that's the only thing regarding the house besides homeowners dues and th- homeowners insurance. Yep. Okay, these are things that listen under to understand. Yep. If you get a reverse mortgage, not having a mortgage payment doesn't mean you don't have other household obligations that you must maintain mm-hmm. in order to keep the mortgage or the reverse mortgage without going to foreclosure. One, you have to pay your property taxes. Yep. You can use the reverse mortgage to do it, but you got to pay them. And this, this um, stay watching, they're, they're due April and, and October. You mm-hmm. got to pay your homeowner's insurance. Yep. You'd have to pay HOA dues if it were a condominium. Yep. And you also have to keep the house maintained. Correct. No holes in the roof. You know, no broken windows, that sort of thing. You yeah. got to keep the roof. You got to keep the place maintained. Now, as far as the maintenance thing goes, I mean, does does FHA they send out people to snoop around your house periodically? How, how no, does, they don't. How does they, that e- the first thing the FHA is going to do is they're going to make sure that that it's it's owner occupied properly, right? So if it's if well, when they first when they first get it, they they're going to there's going to be some it, yeah. kind of a somebody's going to check on it. Okay. After that, they're not going to get involved again until something notifies them. So if they're sending mail to the house and that mail gets bounced back, then they think, well, maybe they don't live there anymore. They might send somebody else out to make sure that those people are still living in the house. Right. Okay. right. But for the most part, there's not a, a, somebody comes by and drives by they, and says, Hey, you got it, moss in the roof. Yeah. No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not going to be Clean like your that. gutters. Yeah. Okay. You, you never know. There's always an asterisk. Like you never know, but that's typically not what they do. Okay. So, um, just a clarification for listeners. My understanding is that both conventional lenders and FHA mm-hmm. used to do reverse mortgages, and no longer it's no longer offered through uh, uh, conventional lenders. It's only offered through FHA, uh, except for the jumbo side. Oh, the so jumbo. jumbo side is still offered through conventional lenders. Yeah. What's the What's the biggest reverse you can get? Is there Is, is there any sort of a cap or limit? Well, if, if reverses are, are on the jumbo side are coming out, two and a half million dollar loan amounts now. I mean, they're they're okay. they're getting pretty aggressive, and and um, they're, you know, we're we're dipping our toe in the water. We've done a few of them. We're hoping to have it in-house ourselves, and then right. we'll just be able to take off for us as far right. as underwriting and all that other stuff. For, but for right now, for us, it's a brokered process. But, yeah, really, it's the it's the FHA. It's the HECM, um, right? Home Equity Conversion Mortgage is what everybody does. Uh, speaking of FHA, you know, when we went through the mortgage meltdown, remember mm-hmm. that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I still got scarred. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Um, you know, FHA was struggling for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think about these reverse mortgages where, after, you know, if a person lives long enough, hopefully everybody does, eventually the amount of the mortgage is exceeds the home value. Correct. Possibly. Very likely. Yep. It can happen. And doesn't that put FHA's insurance program that supports all this into some sort of jeopardy? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So they, they make changes all the time. You know, they're always looking at um, whether the solvency of the program is going to stay intact. And they're always making changes. One of the most uh, recent changes they did is they didn't want to change the upfront or the monthly MI. But what they did is they said, we're going to have a provision where we're going to add a second appraisal to uh, to the application. Right. And we don't know if the borrower is going to require a second appraisal until it goes into underwriting. And then FHA may spit out, yeah, this one, we want a second appraisal. And they've got their own 
uh, criteria that they pick on. Maybe the, there was an appraisal done on the house three years ago, and now this appreciation is a little outside the norm, so they might ask for a second appraisal or something like that. So that was one way to— Second appraisal a few years after they've issued— No, okay. no. At, at, at the time at, of at, application. At the time okay. of application. And yeah. for your listeners, MI, mortgage insurance. Correct. Mortgage insurance typically is thought of when you buy a house and you put down less than 20%. It insures lender against potential loss. With an FHA mortgage, um, reverse mortgage, doesn't matter what the equity is. doesn't matter if you how much. It's, there's always mortgage insurance because that's what keeps the whole program solvent. Yep. As, 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 that's a big, big factor. Well, I think we're about to run into a break here. So what we'll do is we'll come back, talk a little bit more with Sean about some details about this, take some calls. Anybody wants to call in and ask some specific questions. So you're listening to Home Talk with Greg McKim. Thanks uh, for listening today. And um, we are on the air every day from 3 to 4, excuse me, every Tuesday from 3 to 4 on 1150 AM KKNW. During the show, you can call in at 425-373-5527. Off air, you can reach me, Greg McKim, at 206-250-6545 or Greg McKim at LoanZilla.com or visit LoanZilla.com. And, Sean, where can they reach you, a mobile and an email? Oh, yeah, my mobile is 425-736-7830. You want to repeat it real quick? Sure, 425-736-7830. And my email address is my first name, last name, with a dot in the middle. So it's Sean, S-E-A-N, dot Rimkus, R-I-M-K-U-S, at fairwaymc.com. Okay, so that's S-E-A-N dot R-I-M-K-U-S at fairway, F-A-I-R-W-A-Y-M-C. C. For Mortgage Corp. Mortgage Corp dot com. So thank you very much. We'll be right back after these messages. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. A message from wildlife biologist Jeff Corwin for American Humane. Every year, 30,000 elephants are killed by poachers. 8 million tons of plastic is dumped into the ocean. And 18 million acres of forest disappear. And with them, many of the remarkable animals that share our planet. These animals need our help. Their very survival depends on our ability to protect them. Zoos and aquariums are on the front lines of wildlife conservation and inspire environmental stewardship amongst the millions of families that visit every year. And know that zoos and aquariums that have earned the Humane Certified Seal of Approval from American Humane will not give up until every species has a fighting chance for survival. Find out more and help protect and preserve the amazing creatures that share our world. Brought to you by American Humane. If you love them enough to listen to them practice the same song on tuba. Please be done. Over and over and over and over and over. 
then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat. Sounds good, honey. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Seattle, Tacoma, Antwerp? That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com. Welcome back to Home Talk with Greg McKim, the show that covers home ownership soup to nuts. <laughs> we air each Tuesday from 3 to 4 right here on 1150 AM KKNW. During the show, you can call in at 425-373-5527. Again, 425-373-5527. Or you can reach me, Greg McKim, off air at 206 206- Two five zero six five four five G McKim at lonezilla.com or visit lonezilla.com. You can also listen to this show or prior shows by podcast at eleven fifty KKNW.com. Again, eleven fifty KKNW.com. Today my guest is Sean Rimkus from Fairway Mortgage. He's an expert in reverse mortgages. And we left off talking about some of the pros and cons. Um can you just do a little description, Sean, about the difference between refinancing a reverse mortgage and buying a home with reverse mortgage? Well, the, the home purchase for reverse is relatively new. Um, it's only been around for about three or four years, and it's a great product. It is, um, it's one that's that I we got to get the real estate agents out there knowing about this because basically what it does is it allows you to put down Depending on your age, everything is based on your age, right? Yeah. Your life expectancy. So now, first of all, you cannot yeah. do a reverse as a purchase or a refinance until you're 62. Got to be 62. 62 on the yeah. button. On, on the button. So I've got four months left. I'll I'll take your application <laughs> for you. Um, you can't take your own application with FHA, oh, so I'll be rats. happy to do that yeah, for okay. you. Um, got to be 62. And one of the things that they did change, I'm going to chop gear, change gears here from the purchases, is before. Um, it, they had provisions where it would, you know you'd buy the house and it would be the let's say the spouse would buy the house and the and the the misses may not be sixty two and she may not have qualified. Now it goes based on at least one person has to be sixty two. Okay. And so uh, one of the spouse, the married couple, could be less than sixty two, and then they they just crunch the numbers based on the younger person's life expectancy, and that that gives you how much equity that you can tap into. So the lower the the, the younger you are. The less equity equity you have, because right. they they feel that you're going to live a lot longer, and then so it can become upside down. At exactly. Some point. Okay. That's exactly. So the right. older you are, the more opportunity you have to get equity, because unfortunately, the less chance you're going to live much longer. The, okay. the that's the truth. They right. they have life expectancy right. tables and okay. just so, like financial. So if, if a couple, one person has to be 62, but mm-hmm. if the other person were younger, then yep. it's going to be based off that younger person. If, exactly. If they're a spouse now, if they're a spouse. And they're not on the loan. Do they still have to be calculated? Yes, because, because and they are on the loan. They, they're okay. You can't, you can't take one person alone and 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 have both on title. It's not like a normal mortgage, right? You, and yeah. that that used to be the real pitfall that right. got such a black eye for reverse mortgages is that they would have, and I'll just use the the husband would might be sixty two and the wife might be sixty. They would both they take out the reverse. The husband would pass on, and back then, several years ago, that would meant that the loan was due. And then what do you do? The, the widow is looking to, okay, okay well, she has that, to move you're out. Right. I remember that. Okay, yeah. so you could have a married couple. Only one was on the loan. Right. And then when that person passed, then the person who's remaining in the house had to get rid of the house, pay it off, do something within six months. They usually had another six months extension. Yep. But within a year, they had to do something, and they couldn't. So now they say, look, we're putting you both on the loan no matter what. You, yep. can't, you can't help. And then we're going to default for the equity calculation. 
to the youngest person. Right. And that's the way it works. And you can stay in that house with no payments for, until the last living person exits the property. But it's only, I mean, there's not additional people. It's always I mean, just the husband and wife. Husband and wife. Right. They don't yep. have like three people. No, no, nothing like no, that. Nothing like that. No. No, no, no polygamy. No. Okay. Right. Not, no. Right. <laughs> no. Okay. So let's go back to okay. the purchase versus refinance. So I'm going to purchase, let's just give me, let's say an example. Let's just say that I wanted to buy a house. Okay. And I'm selling a current home. I'm downsizing because mm-hmm. I'm old. I'm downsizing. Mm-hmm. And I end up with net in my pocket uh, $400,000. Sure. I'll go buy a house. Yeah. Okay. And I want to buy, say, a $400,000 house. I'm moving from an oh. $800,000 house to a $400,000 car. And you want to okay? buy, okay. But, so what do I do? Well, the, the, again, I would put you with a financial advisor because- well, I know, but just in but, general. Yeah. But in general, here's what you would do, is you would go find your house, sell mm-hmm. a house. $400,000 house. $400,000 house. $400,000 cash. You'd put two hundred seventy down and never make a mortgage payment. Okay, so basically they have 100. Just, those have, are all rough numbers. Okay, so the 270, mm-hmm. and now I've, do I have 130,000 equity, obviously. You got I, cash. Because I put it in there, okay? Yeah. Now, so the 270 means I know, that loan now, mm-hmm. if you will, the reverse mortgage, it has an interest rate attached to it. Mm-hmm. And every month, since I'm not making a payment, the loan's getting slightly bigger, slightly bigger, slightly right. bigger, which is okay with me because I don't care because I'm never making a payment on right. it, right? Okay. And as long as I make my dues payments, my insurance payments, my taxes, doesn't matter. Just like you would okay. with a forward mortgage. Okay. Yep. So now the house value started at four hundred, and a year from now the house is worth four fifty. Okay. Let's just pretend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do does, does, what? What benefit do I enjoy from that equity having gone up or that appreciation of the property? Anything? Well, I mean, it's when you can you can refinance it, you can sell. It's still your equity, depending on what you do with it okay. at the end of the loan. You do, most people who get Heckam's uh, doesn't mean that they have to live in that house. Okay. They can sell let's, the house let's, at let's, any point. Let's stop for a second and, and describe the word Heckam. Oh, home equity conversion mortgage. That's a reverse mortgage. Yes, sorry. Okay. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, hey, yeah. it's just not everybody out yeah. there knows all the jargon yeah. and all the lingo like you mm-hmm. guys. Home equity conversion conversion mortgage. Okay, mm-hmm. this is called reverse. Reverse. Okay. okay. All right, so let's go back to my scenario. Okay, mm-hmm. so I come in, I buy this house, I have four hundred thousand dollars cash. We have a caller. Ah, Beth. Well, let's finish this thought, and then we'll, okay. we'll we'll take Beth's call in a second. Okay, so I buy a house, and since I have four hundred thousand dollars cash, I keep one hundred hundred thirty thousand in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And now instead of putting 130000 down and getting a normal mortgage, which we have payments on, which mm-hmm. I don't really like doing, I don't make payments anymore. Correct. Okay. So we talked before we in the lobby before we started the show today about the line building, the, the, the line portion of the, of, the, of the reverse mortgage. Right. So again, for the listeners, think of uh, anytime you hear the word line in the, in the mortgage business, like home equity line of credit, it's think about it as potential money. Or think about it as a credit card. When you have a credit card that has a $10,000 limit, that's a line of credit in a way. So you have access to it, but you're not required to have a balance on it. You only pay interest on any outstanding balance. You can pay it off, and the interest goes away. That's mm-hmm. a line. So in this case, I start out with 270000 actual debt mm-hmm. or balance, and I have 130000 equity. But I, I can't access any more money at that point because that's the cap. They said two seventy theoretically, right. if, we could, there could have been a different amount, but we're just going to use that based on age and so forth. Mm-hmm. It could have been maybe 280 or 260. It doesn't matter. Right. So let's just take 70. Okay, so later on, as I get older and the house is going up, do I have access to any sort of a line there? Is that, is that built in in some way? Now, in, in the scenario that you're describing, yeah. you're putting down the down payment that's going to create the equity for you to be able to draw on for your not making payments on it. When you do a purchase, it's basically considered a lump sum. So there's not going to be okay, any room got, there. Got it. Okay, that's yeah. the difference. Now that makes sense to me. Yeah. Now let's just say mm-hmm. that I decided, well, I want to put down out of the four hundred thousand cash instead of only one hundred and thirty, I want to put down two hundred. Okay. Okay. So now I get a reverse mortgage for two hundred, never make a payment. Mm-hmm. Okay. And instead of having a um, a two hundred seventy thousand dollar balance, 
I have a seventy thousand. Would I have a seventy thousand dollar line built in there? Like a seventy thousand dollar line built in there that I yeah. could have so access whatever, to? Whatever your um, minimum contribution is. So, so okay. if you put down more than that, then you're going to have a line. A, okay. A, a, a availability of a line. Okay. I'm going to try and make this really clear to listeners. Okay. Just pretend that that I know nothing. Okay. So I say, oh, well, you mean the maximum reverse mortgage you'll give me because of my age and other factors is two seventy. That's right. But if you give me less, then I have access to the difference. If Again, you put down more. If I put down more out of my yes, pocket, right. what may, and there may be a reason I want to do that. I mm-hmm. don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go ahead and stop and take some call. the call from Beth. She might have some questions about reverse mortgages or how to unclog her drain. I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. <laughs> oh, hi, Beth. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I've been listening and... Um, yeah, it's kind of like as I listen, I, I come up with more and more questions. Oh, really? But you're answering One question um, is all you're allowed. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, well, um, I'll try to make it a really long one then. Um, <laughs> but, no, basically what I've listened to is, uh, and one of my questions was, um, would I qualify for a reverse mortgage? And I'm 58 years old, so when I've been listening to the program, it appears that I am not, unless I'm married to someone who's older. So that, yeah, so you need to run out and get married right away. Okay. Some really old person. Oh, you're four months away, right? Are you single? <laughs> Smart ass. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Um, so, anyway, so um, the, um, the first question that I have to ask is, um, okay, I, I'm a single um, person that owns a small company, and um, I am a homeowner, hmm. um, and I kind of like to have the insurance, quote-unquote, or air quotes, whatever you want to call it, of having um, a HELOC in my back pocket so that I could, in case something comes up, I live in a townhome. Sure. Okay. Well, that's, a, that's so diff- if, obviously, as you know, that's different than a reverse mortgage, okay? So if, right. if, you, want, if you want to get a line of credit, how much, what do you owe on the house? What do you think it's worth so we can figure out the equity? Okay, so um, what do I owe in the house? Yeah. 200 and I think 60. Good enough. Okay, what do you, um, what do you think it's worth? Um, the neighbor just um, purchased for 520 and the place needed a lot of work. Okay, so, so let's just say 530 just for, just for our purposes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right, so you have, um, let's see, let's see if I can figure this one out. Let's see, 200 and what? Just for rough numbers, when yeah. she turns sixty-two, take forty-six percent. Well, uh, let's talk about the line of credit okay. right now. Is that okay? okay? So the the first thing with the line of credit is if you applied for a line of credit for a normal loan between now and age sixty-two, so you'd have access to your equity, you'd have to mm-hmm. qualify based on your your income and your ability to make payments and your credit score. So that's that would be a, another conversation that's different than a reverse mortgage. With a reverse okay. mortgage, you only have to qualify based on your age and your credit scores. Are there any other factors? Yeah, I mean well, the just, property value, of course. The, the property value you got to make. You just got to prove that you've got the ability to pay your taxes. So you get okay, there's you a go. debt to income yeah. kind of right. calculation. Okay, so that's different than a line of credit, which would have you. They would have. They would make. They would want to see that you can. You could. You have enough income to pay your current first mortgage, taxes, HOA dues, any other consumer debt you have. So if you have that ability, you get a line of credit between now and the time that you will qualify for reverse mortgage. But you got four years left to go. Before you can get the, it for the one, the one thing I'd say, Beth, about the uh, home equity line of credit is, it's it's one thing to be able to get it now, uh, and if it sits there, that's that's wonderful. You don't have to use it, but the, basically, when uh, you're going to need it, 
that might be a whole different market where banks can call home equity lines of credit due. So I don't know if you remember back in the crash, uh, all those he- those all those home equity lines of credit were being called due, and then you weren't given access uh, to it. And so when you need it the most, it's not there. Where the reverse, it's yes. it's guaranteed to be there for and you. And to clarify what he means by that, that doesn't mean they come to you and say you have to pay off your balance in full today. That's not what he means. Right. What he means is they say you no longer can use any any of uh, potential money. So if you had a line of credit that was a $50,000 line and you had a balance of 20, they would say, that's it. You can't take any more money. You can't, out. Take, that 20. You can't right. take that extra 30. You're done. And that's because property values are dropping and they had too much risk to do that. And they can do it tomorrow too. It's buried in the fine print on a line but of I credit. I remember those days. I remember a friend of mine calling me because I had a $60,000 line and everything was crashing. And he called me, he goes, Take everything out. <laughs> and and yeah. I'm like, well, I don't need it right now. And he's like, you won't have access to it. Take everything out. Yeah. And so Did you? I didn't. Oh. But, um, yeah. oh, but well. that was his recommendation. <laughs> yeah, like, that guy was pretty smart. Huh? <clears throat> well, do you have, any, have, you have any other questions about reverse mortgages? Uh, again, you, you don't have any access to them until, you know, four years from now. But. And, Unless I get married, right? So well, the other yeah. question I have, um, let me just go back to because I've been like as I've been listening, I've been writing down some notes and some questions. So um, okay, so as far as um, a reverse mortgage qualification process, do you have to? It doesn't sound like it has as much. Um, pretty much, if you can show that you've been have a good credit rating and been making payments in your house, you could switch to that kind of a loan program? Am I? Yeah, yeah essentially, as long as you've got um, your 62 is the biggest thing. You've got the equity um, mm-hmm. to, to facilitate the loan. Some people don't always have the equity and they bring in 30 or $40,000 to close uh, mm-hmm. just if, if they don't have the right, the right equity position. But really that's it is, is have, you know, decent credit and the ability to have enough income to pay your taxes. And that's, that's the primary thing that the end writers are looking at. So if a person has no income, they're not going to qualify. No, there's 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 a thing called the Lisa life expectancy life expectancy set asides. So if they've got very very low income, let's say, and they can't make their taxes or insurance, and there's enough equity, they'll actually set a portion of that equity aside to pay their taxes and insurance. So does the bank then hold that in, a, yes. in an escrow or trust account, and the borrower doesn't have access does to it. Does not have access to okay, it. So they, there are so, ways around that then. Yeah, but it's it's expensive. It's it's, it's mean, an expensive. added added expenses that add to the mortgage insurance costs. Well, it sits on the side. And you don't ever get access to it. So. But you, there are there additional upfront costs and no, fees? Okay. No, it's the same. So, it, 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 But you have to have enough equity to do it. Right. So there are cases where a person can't qualify. There's not enough equity and or they don't have enough income or a combination. They just they can't do it. Right. How often out of, say, what percentage of clients that you've worked with? You, well, there's there's full leases and there's half leases. Um, very few now um, get to the to the lease. Up for the what what part. percentage of people that uh, have 20, applied that you know of in the company? Cause, you 15, know, maybe 15%. 15% not, just not can't, can't qualify. Yeah, can't qualify. Okay, so all right. any other questions, Beth? I do have one more. Okay. That you're oh. already you're over your limit, but I'll give you another one. <laughs> Dang it! Sorry. Um, okay. So, um, and, th- and this is probably along the same thread that that um, I started. Um, but let's just say that I qualified, or my friend qualified, or whatever, of the right age. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not there yet, and I'm not going to force that. But um, can one refinance into a reverse mortgage? For a little while, if they're in a rough situation, and then refinance back into a conventional type mortgage after everything gets calmed down. You absolutely could, but you can also make p- 
payments to your reverse mortgage. So there, there wouldn't be a reason for you to go from a reverse to a, a normal forward mortgage. Um, oh. I mean, you, got the, you got closing costs every time you do it. And that to me would be, unless the, somebody can present a circumstance, Tron, that yeah. would just really unusual and unique. I can't imagine where that would ever make sense. No, I, I, I just pay off down the reverse, like you said. Yeah, and I've seen, I mean, we do a lot of reverse to reverse or heck em to heck em loans, and that's just because the equity position went up and the people want a little mm-hmm. bit more monthly income. Oh, I see. Uh, so they say, hey, my value's gone way up. Let's just do a refinance and trap, get that equity. Right. But I've, I've yet uh-huh. had anybody go from a reverse to a normal because then you bring in all the risks of being foreclosed on and the payments, and you don't oh, know what's going to happen right around the corner with health. I mean, the only like advantage I can see, if let's just pretend the reverse mortgage rates were 20%, and you could get a, a regular mortgage for three well, percent, you know. Yeah. But that's just—they're r- roughly the rates are about the same. Right, close. Okay. Yeah, it's an FHA loan. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Any other questions, Beth? Nope, that'll do it. I mean, this has been a very interesting um, program, and thank you for answering all my questions. Thank you for and calling. And thank in. you for giving me the floor for so long. <laughs> hey, you talked. You. you talked for eleven minutes. I think that's. I think you're about Did done. I? All right. <laughs> okay, so I'll be the record, right? <laughs> all right. Thanks um, again. Appreciate it very much. Thank you. Sure. You guys have a great afternoon. Thank okay, you. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and roll into another break here. Thank you for listening to Home Talk with Greg McKim, the show that covers home ownership from A to Z. We air each Tuesday from 3 to 4 right here on 1150 AM KKNW. During the show, you can call in at 425-373-5527. Off air, you can reach Greg at 206-250-6545 or gmckim at loanzilla.com or visit loanzilla.com. You can also listen to the show or prior shows by podcast at 1150kknw.com. We'll be right back after these messages. It took me a long time to be able to say Chandler has cancer because that is such a scary word. St. Jude takes care of absolutely everything. And knowing that we don't have to pay for all of the medical expenses, that's huge. St. Jude allowed me to focus on being a mom to Bryce. And sometimes I'm just in awe of the impact St. Jude has, not only on this community, but the world. St. Jude is uniquely positioned to advance the cures of pediatric cancer, I think better than any other institution in the world. The contributions make a big difference. Donors are important to us because you get the feeling that you have a team behind you. We have the resources and we have the focus. And so if St. Jude doesn't do it, who will? St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures. Saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Through the generous support of individuals like you, Trees for the Future has planted over 155 million trees and changed thousands of lives in the last 29 years. With your help, Trees for the Future continues to train thousands of impoverished farming families across Africa to plant their way out of poverty using an agroforestry method called the forest garden. Forest gardens consist of nearly 4,000 fast-growing fruit, nut, and timber trees that thrive alongside climate-appropriate crops surrounded by a living green fence. These forest gardens eliminate hunger in two years, increase household income over 400% in four years, and have changed landscapes from dry lands for monocropping to rich soils supporting over 20 varieties of crops and marketable products. Learn more about how you can be part of these efforts by visiting trees.org radio. 
That's trees.org slash radio. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting a Teenager Learning the Lingo. Hundo P. Hundo P. Adjective. Short for being 100% sure or certain. As in, if we get a puppy, I'll Hundo P. always walk it. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Home Talk with Greg McKim, where we talk about almost anything and everything related to owning a home. Each Tuesday from 3 to 4 right here on 1150 AM KKNW. During the show, you can call in at 425-373-5527. My guest today is Sean Rimkus with Fairway Mortgage, talking about reverse mortgages. Sean, one of the questions, or one of the things we talked about a few times, is the amount of training that, you, mm-hmm. that you've um, uh, gone through with Fairway. Yeah. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, uh, the, that's kind of one of the things that turned me on to the whole reverse side, is I went to a uh, really intensive three-day training, and I went there because one of my loan officers was a reverse mortgage specialist. But to facilitate him working within my branch, they required that the branch manager also get trained. And I thought that was kind of odd because everywhere else, just you can do a reverse if you want. If you don't, it doesn't really matter. Everybody's kind of Now, this is training that Fairway provides. Fairway provides. So I go to this training, and there's a gentleman that has been doing reverse mortgages for on 18 years, I would say. He's written a book. He's spoken to thousands of financial advisors. Um, and he sat down with us with a really intensive three-day training, and the training was an eye-opener to me. It really was based on on uh, the retirement crisis that's facing everybody and the way we have to change the thinking uh, of our seniors today because we, we've got 10,000 seniors retiring a day, 10,000. Know, it's going to be like that for the next 20 years. Uh-huh. Well, there's not enough money to go around to uh, – to supply Medicaid, supply Medicare, and have enough money in, in these people's So coffers. the reverse mortgage and the equity can help. Can help. So there's question. $7 trillion in equity mm-hmm. okay, of seniors over 62, $7 trillion. That's, that's on par with their, their 401ks, right? So there's a tremendous amount of equity sitting there that, that is not tapped and not utilized. And the way you do it is re- with a reverse mortgage. And then what you really ended up going into is the financial uh, industry itself has started to change its tune with some of these new changes in the in the way reverse mortgages um, have been constructed and some of the changes that FHA has made. It now has become a very viable tool. So people like Jamie Hopkins, uh, Wade Fow have really written books and really been the champion for reverse mortgages. And they're they're the guys. These that, are people who are who are known in the, the financial services yes, industry. Absolutely. I mean, everybody okay. knows Lee Iacocca for cars. The, everybody in the financial industry would know Jamie Hopkins and, and know the one that I Wade remember Fowl. is Vanita Van Caspel. Just, oh, for back yeah, then, okay. Yeah, back when I used to be in yeah. financial services. Yeah. And so very popular guys, um, they, people listen to them. Uh, and, they've, and they've done thousands and thousands of karma. Uh, um, uh, oh, sorry. No, that's okay. Oh, Go ahead. Um, studies. And, and what they've done is they've done all these different scenarios, Monte Carlo simulations, over and over again. What, what kind of scenarios? Monte Carlo. What's and that, Monte it's, Carlo? It's a, a financial advisor kind of where they, they're going to drop in all the variables, right? And they're going to drop right. in these variables and say, okay, what, what age are you retiring? How much assets do you have? If we get this kind of return, when so will it's, you— So it's not an analysis about how you can go gamble your life with no. Monte Carlo. I see. No. Okay. It's, it's, it's basically—it it breaks it down as when are you going to run out of money. Yeah, I get right? it. Okay. And in every instance, you're, you're going to have more cash flow, leave more money for your heirs uh, if you have a reverse mortgage. With a financial advisor. Okay, this is the part that when we were in the lobby earlier, and you just talked to me about how you're going to end up with 
more. We this is very confusing. Right. I might have to have you back because we're running out of time here. Yeah. If, if you don't mind. No, no, I'd love okay. to. So let's delve into this again. Okay. Um, first of all, this three day training. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, what? In the, how many hours a day? Five, six hours? Uh, it, you know, it was no, it was full eight hours a day. Eight hours a day training. And we ran back to our office, or we ran back to our, our hotel rooms and picked up the books and started reading to get ready for the next day. It I was, mean, that's, that's amazing amount yeah. of training. I, I just am surprised. I'm, I'm yeah. really envious. Can I? Can I come to the training? Or I have to. Yeah. Be a, I have to work for Fairway. You have to work for Fairway. Oh. I got an application waiting for you. But um, <laughs> okay. and, you know, I mean, it, it, it's the train. It's to the extent where I can actually teach reverse mortgages to c- certified financial planners for right. continuing education. Clock now, hours. consumers, it mm-hmm. seems to me that this would be a good thing to do, to do seminars. Do you do seminars for consumers? I have. Okay. Uh, we, we've done, we just did one not too long ago at Majano's in town. Okay, next time you have one, let mm-hmm. me know and I'll okay. promote it on air because I want people to be able to take advantage of all this. Yeah. Okay. And, and we supply, not only do we supply a lot of materials that they can take home, but we also supply Harlan's book that they can read. It's really easy to read and they right. get the full understanding of, of how to take advantage of today's reverse mortgages. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about a, a real life scenario. All right. My potential four story. months away. Greg McKim, yeah, All April sixteenth. Right. I turned sixty-two. So let's write. Let's say right now that my house is worth about six hundred, okay. and I owe about three hundred on it. Okay, that sounds about right. Okay, so age sixty-two. What what should I do? And you're well, you I mean, just 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 without getting into talking stop financial making, planner. Stop, stop making mortgage payments. Okay, so that's what I'd say you do. At age sixty-two, yeah, for, I know I have decent credit. You know, mm-hmm. I have, um, you know, I, I can show I have income. Yep, I've got the home equities there. Yep, so. Would I be able to get three hundred thousand? About fifty uh, percent. You know, it's, it's all going to be based on kind of what the interest rate is, and, and you're not going to be at fifty percent. Okay. You're going to be at forty, roughly forty six percent. So age. I have to bring a little bit of money. You in. have to bring a little bit of money. Bring, you know. And then no more mortgage payment. No more mortgage payment. Okay. So now, but hold on. <laughs> okay. The best way. I'm getting so excited. <laughs> I know. But the best way to take advantage of this yeah. is while you are working. Yeah. Go ahead and make some mortgage payments. Make 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 you a pay gap. It down. Pay it down. Pay it down. Get that. Which I've always down. been adverse to because, you know, it's a low interest rate. It's tax deductible. Why would I want to put it because into a non-liquid asset? you want to be asset? able to have the ability to borrow against a home equity okay. when you need it Okay, now I see. Now you just changed my mind. Because when people have come to me in over the you know, last 26 years, mm-hmm. should I pay down my mortgage? That's a long conversation. Okay. Right. I look at their overall financial portfolio. You know, where else do you have money? How liquid are you? What mm-hmm. kind of risk? What age are you? What are your long-term goals? There's yeah. a lot of different factors, right? Because, you know, I had mm-hmm. that background in financial planning, right? And I, as a general rule, say, well, no, it's really... Paying off your loan is probably not the best thing to do for most people. Correct. Now, with reverse mortgages, especially if you're getting aged toward 62, it might be a bit, a, not a bad idea. Even if the rate's 4%, in, it's, mm-hmm. it's a non-liquid, but it be, it's becoming liquid now in a way. Correct. Because, because okay. Because so, of the line. All right. So let's just say, let's just say again that, that I got enough to pay off the loan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, then, the, then the calculation based on the amount of equity in my age um, I, 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 ha, I might have a little bit of a, of a line available. Let's just pretend there's a $50,000 line available. Okay. Based on that. okay. Now let's move forward. You told me earlier in the lobby again that that line grows over time. That part I'm really confused about. Yeah, so it's kind of a cool feature. So okay. the whatever your balance is and whatever interest rate you have, mm-hmm. that's the, 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 uh, the interest rate that the line's going to grow on. So if you've got, a let's say, a $300,000 line, but you have a balance oh, of 250 Closer to oh, my Oh, sorry. Day. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, uh, if you've got a three hundred thousand dollar line, yeah, okay, but you got a balance of two hundred fifty, uh-huh. your both of those are going to grow at the same rate, right? One of them is going to grow. Uh, the three hundred thousand is going to grow up to five percent if that's your interest rate, and the two hundred fifty thousand dollar balance is going to grow up five percent. Okay, yeah, that's that. I had, this is totally news to me. Totally okay. new, right? Yeah, and so that's why I say if you're if you're just turning sixty two and you can still make payments, you could you can make certain payments down to your equity line, which would 
bridge the difference, it would make that gap larger between. Well, let's say you get the, the you get the I get the um, reverse, mm-hmm. and I have a balance, and I start paying it down. Mm-hmm. And so it starts out, they give me three hundred thousand. Okay? okay, but I'm already I'm used to making a mortgage payment already. Right. So I just keep making payments for a while. Right. And so I start reducing my balance, balance which means that since I already I had a, a, a line essentially of three hundred, mm-hmm. and I've got, I keep taking it down and down mm-hmm. as that line grows, it'll grow. As I pay it down, and as the interest rate, the line itself builds. Correct. So if I have a three hundred thousand dollar line, mm-hmm. and it's and it's growing at five percent a year, is that a normal, a, a reasonable yeah, number right now? Yeah, that's 5%. about where you're. So be. it's growing at six thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. That's is that a way to look at it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So over ten years, it grows by sixty thousand dollars. Correct. This is incredibly powerful. It's it's the eye opener that most financial advance. It's the eye opener that I had when right. we were sitting out there, and I asked you like five times, "This is making sense to me." And now it's starting to make sense to me. Yeah, and, and here's the, the the interesting thing is is we just did kind of a we had a big financial uh, webinar the other day, and and we used the example of somebody had about six hundred thousand dollars house free and clear, mm-hmm. and we took out a reverse mortgage on it, and with all the fees and everything, it was like fourteen thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. But he had a reverse mortgage line, an equity line at three hundred thousand. Well, in six years, that line's going to be three hundred. Fifty thousand, whatever that number is, and the fees on his, it, what he took out is growing at five percent, and it's going to go from fourteen thousand to nineteen thousand. Okay, that's not that big of a jump, Correct. but his equity line jumped by fifty thousand. Right, and he can borrow that at any point, and if he does this right, he, his equity line will outstrip the value of his house, and he can borrow all of it. That, that's the part that gets me nervous bed, about the right? FHA insurance thing, but we talked about that earlier. Well, and show. that's that's it's all it's all actuary science, okay. right? Now, you know, people are going to look past not, it. These people aren't infallible. I mean, you right. know, they, well, yeah. But they're, they're, how often do they adjust? All the time. Okay. It gets adjusted Weekly, quite a monthly, bit. Monthly, a year. Uh, when when the accountants get together at FHA okay. and say, "Oh, but we're in trouble," you've researched enough, or you feel pretty comfortable. We're, no, the FHA has taken a lot of hits lately, right? Yes, but it's taken hits from the loans before they made all these adjustments. All right, a lot of these loans are coming. Do and people are okay. Give on. us an example. So right now, the upfront mortgage insurance to obtain a reverse mortgage is two percent, two percent of the appraised value. value, not the appra- okay. So that's a pretty good chunk of change. That was an FHA. Okay? That's absolutely right. Okay. Then uh, there's a monthly mortgage insurance premium charge on the half, outs- half a percent on the appraised value again. No, on the outstanding yeah. balance, mm-hmm. and that's okay. So so that that money in that they reevaluate that periodically to see. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. We did it right. Okay, so they they're hopefully they're thinking right and they're they're, they're keeping their you know heads on straight. Yep. So this thing be, remains solvent long enough so people can continue to use it. Yeah, and they'll, and they'll make changes as they go along as they see fit. But a lot of the losses right now are, um, you know, they had a lot more equity they were giving away before, um, and okay. they were getting upside down a little quicker. And uh, it's just they're having to pay those those off now. So that's where we're at. But it, it it's a great program and it'll be around for a long time. It has to be around for a long time. Well, I it's hope it is. I hope it's around for a long time. Into. I think it's fantastic, and um, if everybody remains solvent, the taxpayer doesn't have to come in and bail it out, which is something we don't want to have happen. Exactly. I mean, we want it to self fund and, and be able to take care of it. Well, so. and that's what FHA does. It, it's not a profit center for anybody. It's just trying to say solvent, yes, right? Yes, which, so, and it, it, FHA weathered the 2008 meltdown mm-hmm. fairly well. Right. A lot better than subprime lenders did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just slightly. <laughs> slightly better. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap the show up. And uh, thank you, Sean, very much for being here. This has been fantastic information for all the listeners, for me, and for Beth, apparently. Hey, Beth. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you a couple other questions then. Okay. So oftentimes people have said, oh, reverse mortgages cost too much. Yep. Compared to what, of course? Exactly right. Um, up front, 
when we were in the lobby, mm. you said, back to the in the lobby, but we learned yeah. a lot when we were in the lobby, um, you said the maximum origination fee yeah. that is allowed by FHA for any bank, mortgage broker, mortgage bank is $6,000. $6,000, no matter how, how big your loan is. No matter how big the loan is, right. okay? Yeah. You have to pay the mortgage insurance because the mortgage insurance is what keeps this program floating. Correct. And then you pay standard appraisal, title, yeah, escrow credit report fees. So from what he's just told me and what I understand about mortgages and home loan costs and financial planning from way back, this sounds like a fantastic program. And if you're interested in learning more, I encourage you to call Sean Rimkus at 425-736-7830. Again, Sean at 425-736-7830. Or you can email him at sean.rimkus, that's S-E-A-N dot R-I-M-K-U-S, at fairwaymc.com, that's F-A-I-R-W-A-Y-M-C.com. You can always call me too, but I don't know as much as him. Someday I will, soon, because I really like this. But at this point, my job and my goal is to help consumers more than myself because it'll come back to me long term. goes around, comes around. Um, yeah, and for any of your listeners that are out there, if um, I, I've got several books uh, that, that are really easy reads. Okay. Um, if you wanted to do some research on your own, you don't want to necessarily – a lot of people want to do it on their own. They don't yeah, necessarily sure. want to talk to a sales yeah. guy or anything like that. I got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've got all kinds of materials. I'd be happy to send you, and, and you can just uh, do the research on your own. In your own time. Okay. So you have anything else you want to interject here, Sean? I, I think that we've covered quite a bit. Hopefully didn't we, we did a good job and not everybody and people are, aren't, aren't too confused. Um, you know, I would just add the most people when they hear reverses, they have a couple of connotations in their head that, that, that when you get a reverse mortgage, you give up your home. You don't give up your home. It's your home. Correct. Uh, there's no equity sharing. Nobody's taking your equity. So if you got a reverse mortgage today and you decided to sell your house tomorrow, of course, the, you wouldn't want to do that because of the fees. But Whenever you decide to sell your house, whatever the house appraises for at the time, that's the borrower's house or their heirs. Um, it doesn't go to anybody else. The only the way you're going to lose your house, if you don't pay your property taxes, yeah, don't, pay your taxes. don't pay your insurance and your HOA dues. Yep. And that's common sense. Yeah. I mean, you don't do those things, then the lender would lose the property. Yeah. You can pay the loan off at any time, any fashion you want to. Pay it off cash, refinance if you can qualify for another loan, or sell the house. And if you sell it and it sells for less then the reverse mortgage balance, you don't have to pay the difference. Right. You just pay off whatever you can. I would leave it with this. The house owes the mortgage, not you. There you go. That's that makes total sense. Yeah. This is fantastic. Okay. Well, again, thank you, Sean. Yeah, Work. my pleasure. I really appreciate it. Well, you've been listening to Home Talk with Greg McKim. Next week, my guest will be Mike Milam, retired Seattle Fire Department captain. Seattle Fire Department captain He will be discussing home fire prevention and what to do in case of a fire. So please tune in next Tuesday, January 22nd at 3 p.m. Thank you very much for listening.